0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 765, 10 Ways to Find Time for Your Side Hustle, part one, by ESI of esimoney.com. And my name is Dan, and I am here with you every single day, hosting and narrating from some great blogs that we find on entrepreneurship. And today's post is a little bit longer, so like we do here, I'm gonna break it up into two parts, read the first half for you right now, and then read the second half tomorrow in episode 766. So let's get right to it now as we optimize your life. 10 Ways to Find Time for Your Side Hustle, Part 1, by ESI of ESIMoney.com One of the key objections I often hear about starting a side hustle, or growing your career for that matter, is, I don't have the time. I don't buy that. Very few people literally don't have the time. What most who say this mean is, I don't want to make the time. And to me, that's a money excuse. Of course, that's their choice. They decide what to do with their time and will live with the results. But don't whine and say it can't be done. It can be done. I know because I did it. Several times throughout my life, even though I was very busy, I made the time to work on a side hustle to help us get where we wanted to be. So for those who would like a side hustle and think you just don't have the time for it, I'm going to offer you the 10 following ideas for finding that time. 1 get up earlier. Yes, it will mean less sleep, probably, and you'll live through it. After all, if you want to eventually live like no one else, i.e. becoming financially independent at a relatively young age, then for a while you need to live like no one else, and getting a little less sleep might be part of the cost to you. I've already talked about how getting up early can make you wealthy. Using that extra morning time to work on a side hustle is one great example of that, Just think what you could accomplish with 365 extra focused hours in a year. I'm guessing you could come up with an idea, get it launched, and begin earning some money with time to spare. 2. Stay up later The same as number one, but on the other end of the day. This is what I did when I had my freelance writing business. I would write, send out my query letters to magazines – in those days it was all by snail mail – invoice, etc. all after my family went to bed. I was up until 1am to 2am for at least a couple nights every week. But I was able to build my business and ultimately pay off my mortgage. So it was worth it to me. All this extra late night work was in addition to having a pretty demanding career, being involved in church and volunteer activities, caring for the family and our home, taking vacations, and so forth. Yes, you have to want it badly. But it can be done. 3. Watch less TV The average American spends five hours a day on TV. I don't even know where to start with that number. If you're hearing this, you're probably below average and only spend three hours a day watching TV, or even two. That's still a ton of time that could shift from the mindless category to the improve my life category. Even if you move from three hours a day to one hour, that's a lot of time you can redeem. And what do you miss? Another episode of Game of Thrones? Hope you enjoy it because it's costing you years of extra work since it's slowing down your march to financial independence. In addition to pure entertainment, two TV programs that I cut out are news and sports. The news is just pure insanity these days, and I think for the average person, it creates more harm than good. What good does it do to get all frustrated and up in arms about something you can do nothing about? If you don't want to take my word for how negatively the news can impact you, I've got three reasons linked here in the post why you should stop watching the news. As for sports, I've narrowed down what I'm really interested in and have ignored the rest. And even when I do watch, I either 1. dvr the games and fast forward to the action, like goals in soccer, or 2. have the game on in my browser while I work on something else in my computer, so I can get two things done at once. If the game gets too noisy, I pause it, focus on work, and come back to the game later. 4. Cut back on social media. Check this out, it comes from Social Media Today. Quote, astonishingly, the average person will spend nearly two hours, approximately 116 minutes on social media every day, which translates to a total of five years and four months spent over a lifetime. Even more, time spent on social is only expected to increase as platforms develop. End quote. Can we say huge time suck? This stuff is one, addicting, and two, mostly a huge waste of time. And if that doesn't convince you, consider this. Social media is likely making you miserable. This from Tim Ferriss, quote, I've noticed the more reactive I feel, the more miserable I am, Ferriss said. The worse I treat myself, the worse I treat other people. Social media is just jet fuel for reactivity, end quote. If that sounds like you, he says, think about taking a social media fast and spending the first hour of your day not looking at your phone. Ferriss doesn't use Facebook at all for personal purposes, and has been happier since he mostly unplugged from Twitter as well." End quote. I know from firsthand experience. Facebook in particular can be a huge time drain for me, and I have to watch it. It's just so easy to open up that tab and check what's going on for just a minute. I then move from family updates to financial articles to soccer news to cat videos. I look up and an hour is gone. So I set limits and only allow myself to look at it twice a day for 15 minutes each. If I wasn't running online businesses, I'd probably close it all down. You can do the same. Five, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled 10 Ways to Find Time for Your Side Hustle by ESI of ESIMoney.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. And thanks to ESI for the great article. He's not a financial advisor or money professional of any kind. He's just a normal person who learned how to manage money by trial and error, plus some study and focus. But the results speak for themselves. In 25 years, he's been able to accumulate a large net worth that has left him financially independent. He personally prefers learning from someone who has been there and done that versus someone who has plenty of theories, but no real accomplishments to back them up. He actually doesn't consider himself an expert, but we think he is. ESI Money has an entire category dedicated to quote-unquote experts who are not really experts. But if you want to learn from someone who is financially independent, then he's your guy. He's done what you want to do. For more great content from him, check out esimoney.com. But that's it for today. Hope you're having a great one, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where we're gonna hear part two of this post and where your optimal life awaits.